Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all the ships at sea. There we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Leading Blind Podcast. My name is Chris. And I am Mike. We are certainly glad that you have chosen to uh, take a moment to look at us and listen to us. I can't believe people are watching. We're actually on Facebook Live at the moment. <laughs> yes. Why would they do that? I just, and I, you can actually me. say this week that we are coming to you live. And we are coming to you live from Studio B in the basement of B as in BE Ministries, Marion, Ohio. Yes. 193 Church Street, 43302. If you're catching this episode audio only this week through Anchor, uh, this is sort of an experiment that we're doing, Facebook mm-hmm. living the episode whilst we record it. Yes. Uh, there are several people in the corner on the phone watching as we speak. Yeah. Uh, so if you're catching the audio, sorry, you don't get to see the video. <laughs> it's just a or Facebook live. Maybe it's a blessing you don't get to see the video. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, mentioning Facebook. If you would like to get a hold of us and find us, converse with us, make a comment or a statement or express an opinion, which I do regularly, so I'm not overly offended, um, you can do so at, on Facebook at first name Blind Leading, all one word, and last name The Blind, all one word. Um, and there are other various methods, I understand, to contact us. Uh, there are primarily, the other method would be email. Uh, our Gmail account, uh, the address is blindpod at gmail.com. That's B-L-I-N-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Anything popping off in the news, Mr. Wilson? N- uh, not a lot of news. Things are... Um, hey, Greg. Um, things Greg. Are, Greg showed up. Um, uh, things are moving forward with the concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, weekend of the 17th, 18th. I am not positive exactly which day that is. That would be August. No, that would be September. September. September, okay. the weekend after the pop- Popcorn Festival. The Poopcorn Festival? I almost said Poopcorn. <laughs> oh, so, right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah it, sh- it should be really, really, uh, it should be a good festival. Things are being done quite professionally and with an eye to quality. Well, isn't that new? Well, I just thought it was kind of interesting. It's that because we're doing Jay's it that way. doing it, and Jay's Jay's Jay it's is completely you and I in charge. Doing I'm it. not in charge. There will, however, just so you know, evidently be some sort of a comedy skit. Oh boy, that is going to be put on. And uh, Mr. Workman and I have been asked to create new characters. Mm. I will not be dressing up as a woman. Mm. It's your turn. <laughs> is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have to go too far. I've got the. Assets already. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> um, Laura, he needs a new bra. Well, she's got plenty for me to choose from. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so there's the concert happening in September. Yes. Um, I know that uh, some interesting things here. We are in Studio B in the basement. Uh, a lot of people don't know there is Studio A, which is right over there. Kind of cattywampus from us. Yep. And uh, here soon, we're going to start utilizing, not you and I, but, well, it will be you and I, but yeah. a whole bunch with of other, other people. Yeah, with others. Um, we're going to be using utilizing that space uh, to start having some uh, midweek uh, worship team practices and, and learning some new stuff and mm-hmm. working on those things and getting things worked out. So it would be nice to have a little bit of... Uh, quiet time to sit with the team and, and work things out. Yes. Very good. Um, anything else interesting? I think that's it right now. I don't know of anything more. Hmm. Okay. Well, 
That means it's time for... Oh, boy, oh, boy. The fun facts. Oh, I love that sound. Do you have a fun fact? I do. It's going to take me a minute to pull mine up, and I hope it doesn't kill this recording while okay, I do so. Well, then I will go ahead. This comes to us courtesy of Miss um, <clears throat> Brandy Collins. <coughs> or, of course, there could have been some um, input here from Jimmy, but this looks a lot more like Brandy. <laughs> is everybody, does anybody know what uh, electronic dance music is, EDM? Absolutely. I okay. love it. Okay. Um, there has been a study. Uh, actually, it was done in... 2019 published in the journal Acta Topica. Acta Topica. Acta Topica. It sounds like something you should have treated on your skin. All right, then. But supposedly you can scare away pesky mosquitoes with EDM, particularly the song Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites by Skrillex. Skrillex. Yeah. My dude, Skrillex. Combines very high and very low frequencies. It does. As well as excessive loudness and constantly escalating pitch. Yes. It discourages the yellow fever mosquito from biting victims and from mating. Who would have thought it? Skrillex. Techno saves the world. There you go. See? That's, that's, mm-hmm. If ever there were someone that I could handpick to do electronic remixes of like my songs or, or worship songs yeah. in general, I would choose Skrillex. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure he'd do it. Dude is a... He wouldn't. There's no way. I don't. I don't think he loves Jesus at all. Yeah, that's exactly but why. Du- I was but, but dude is is amazing with his MIDI stuff. Really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the thing about most EDM is that it doesn't really have a genre. Like, there's not really any content. Yeah. To a lot of it, it's right. just music. Mm-hmm. So I dig it. Would I consider it noise? Mm, possibly. There is a song in particular that I think you would enjoy. It's called Bangarang. I have I, I have heard of this, but I do not know the song. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I have two fun facts. <gasps> Please share. The first one. Uh, so there is something. Let me see if this will allow me to. It will. So that I may visually see what I'm looking at here. Um, so there is a, and I shared this on our Facebook page. For those of you watching or listening, you can go back and find it. Um there's a place in Ohio, a town called Castalia. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. There's something there known as the Blue Hole. Yes, there is. Okay. Now, this is all brand new to me. I had no idea. Really? I didn't grow up in Ohio. I don't know. No, There's true. a lot of things around Ohio that I don't know about. Yes. Um, so, six miles west of Sandusky, Ohio, mm-hmm. on Route 101, uh, is where you can find the Blue Hole. Yes. Uh, the depth of the blue hole is unknown. That is correct. The visible depth is apparently 50 or 60 feet. Mm-hmm. It finds its source in an underground river mm-hmm. and maintains a temperature of 48 degrees winter and summer. Mm-hmm. It is not affected by floods or drought, and the volume of water flowing from this marvelous spring is 7 million gallons daily. That's a lot of H2O. Sufficient to supply a city of 75,000 people strong. How about that? The Blue Hole, right outside of Sandusky. Go jump in it. Very close to there, there is a Catholic shrine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm forgetting What what is a Catholic shrine? It's a a, a grotto that you go and pray at. A grotto. A grotto. A thing carved out of the rock. 
in most places. Is that like the thing in Brazil? In uh... Uh, It's not Flying Jesus. No, no, <laughs> no not Flying Jesus. Touchdown Jesus is in Notre Dame. <laughs> Touchdown Jesus, Flying, flying Jesus, Jesus is in uh, Rio. Rio, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's just a, uh, it's a, uh, people go and uh, I suppose there was probably some indication that miracles might have happened there. Ah, okay. And I believe it's dedicated to Mary. Ah, okay. It is a Marian shrine. Well, we have a we have a bobo shrine. Go. That's a miracle right there. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um, next fun fact. Moving please, on. Please. Moving on. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Uh, okay. So everybody knows about Paul Revere, yeah? And the Raiders? No. This diamond ring doesn't mean so much anymore. No. Uh, not Paul Revere and the Raiders. Okay. Uh Paul Revere, who rode upon horseback to warn people that certain other people were coming. Yes, I am familiar with that story. Yes, the British are coming, the British are coming, the British are coming, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was another person who rode a horse to warn folks of the British arriving. There were actually several, yes. So um, this one in particular is a female. So in 1777, mm-hmm. Sybil Luddington. What a great name. Sybil, S-Y-B-E, or S-Y-B-I-L, mm-hmm. Luddington, mm-hmm. rode nearly 40 miles overnight at only 16 years old, raising 400 men and even fighting off a highwayman with her father's musket. Now, if you don't know what a highwayman is, a highwayman was sort of like a, a mercenary of sorts. Sort of. Uh, a bandito. Yeah. Generally a robber, it's referred to. Yeah. Uh, Not somebody you want to tangle with. No, an accoster. Yes, someone who uh, would lie in wait along the highway mm-hmm. and uh, wait for unsuspecting people, such as a young girl by herself in the middle of the night on a horse. Yes, that would be, and, yeah. And, and go on the attack. And yes. she, she fought this man off with her father's musket. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, in order to alert Americans that the British were coming, uh, it was double the length of Paul Revere's li- ride. Excuse me. And George Washington himself personally thanked her for her service. Oh, now isn't that amazing? So there you go. This kind of girl you wonder. Sybil Luddington. You wonder if she was a shortstop or a catcher. <laughs> <coughs> um, do you have any more fun facts? No, I no. Okay. Well, then that concludes. The fun facts. I wonder if the sound effects are coming through. I think I have everything unmuted so that they are. I don't know. So that the uh, two people, three people, however many people are watching. Six people. Six? We have six six people? Six Six people people care about what we're yapping about? No, I didn't say that. I said six (laughs) people were watching. There is a great gulf fixed between those two things. (laughs) Uh, Quite a great rift. Mm. I do apologize uh, if my voice does this. Every so often. Uh huh. Why is that? Um, something happened over the weekend, and uh, my tonsils in my throat just sort of uh, inflamed and and went all red and sort of pussy, swollen. My uh, right, the tonsil on the right hand side of my throat was swollen over, over halfway across my throat. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. But Sunday, the reason I didn't yeah. sing is because yeah. I was dying. Um, I heard him talk. It was yeah. Um, so as long as I keep the volume relatively low, 
however, just a minute ago, and I said, what? Mm-hmm. And I went out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all that's all it took. Really? Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So, I'm going to try and rile you up then. I'm <laughs> oh, I'm Lord, please start screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Challenge accepted. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to keep the mic close so I can keep my volume down. Okay, um, that's a good thing, then. But uh, I apologize if I start sounding like a Barry White wannabe. Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, who did the song? Was it Teddy Pettigrass? Who did the song? Close the door, turn out the lights. <laughs> it's not doing it for me, sorry. <laughs> nope. All right. Nope. So uh, I think this best describes that. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Yeah, I won't do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, Mr. Wilson, get us into the meat and potatoes, as it were, of our episode today. Ooh. What are we talking about? Die Fleisch und Kartoffel. Die Fleisch und Kartoffel. Und Kartoffel. Kartoffel. Fleisch, German for meat. Fleisch, meat. Und and. And. Kart- waffle? Kartoffel. Cartel. Kartoffel. Kartoffel. Kartoffel waffles? Kartoffel. Those are different. Bro. They come packaged. We could totally make our own brand of waffles and call it cartel waffles. Yeah, I don't think so. No? No. They come with powdered sugar on them and everything. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Why? I bet they'd sell great in Rio with Flying Jesus. (laughs) He's wrong. Sorry, folks. He's just wrong. He just went there. Wow, those steroids are good too, aren't they? He's Already. on steroids too. I'm sweating so Ooh. profusely, and I know it's not that warm in this basement. I got a bag of chips over here if you need to start shoving <laughs> food in your face, because that's what it does to me. Okay. So, the meat and potatoes mm-hmm. of tonight. Well, um, I ran across an article uh, on BeliefNet. Can you bring your microphone closer to your face, please? Why? It's going to be loud. Yeah, I know, but... Is that better? Yes, it is. I Thank don't you. like it there. I don't like it up my face. Beliefnet.com. Dot com. Dot com. And, and the, th- the title of this was what captured my eye for a moment. It was the th- six things Jesus didn't die for. Six things that Jesus did not die for. Correct. Um, <laughs> and, were you going to do the Ed McMahon thing and repeat everything I say now? Possible. Okay, that'll be fun. Um, so good, he said it twice. Um, I don't know. All right. We, it's so easy for us Christians to go, oh, well, Jesus died for my sins. But there's way more to it than Jesus dying for your sins, our (laughs) sins, which he did. Um, I am not in any way, shape, or form denigrating or mitigating that. In other words, I ain't making no fun, and it ain't less than it is. Mm -hmm. But um, we, particularly in America and in the American church, um, and just by the fact that we are so blessed, we tend to attribute to Jesus' sacrifice a number of things. And this article sort of delves into those things um, to kind of get us thinking. I was, I was very pleased with the, the way. Um, so the, go ahead. I was going to read this. The miracle of Jesus' death and subsequent resurrection is so all-encompassing that we believe it covers things that had nothing to do with Jesus' crucifixion. Mm -hmm. But we can't force our own willful desires as a substitution for God's purpose and plan. Ooh, that's good. Isn't that well-written? That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. So you were going to say? Well, I was just, when you say that uh, we attribute 
uh, the, the the death of Jesus on a cross um, to things that uh, that do, don't belong. Uh, thing, I, the first, the very first thing that pops into my head: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus died so you don't have to. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. As a matter of fact, we'll, that's actually one of the things I'm that, sure we'll that they have there. on this list. Uh, I would have the same article up so that I could reference it, but it is on the phone that is currently recording this Facebook he is, live. He is Facebooking it, so. You're going to have to lead it. I'll follow. I'm not used to this. I'm normally the monkey grinding the organ over here, and he just slaps me on the head. There you go. Um, So we're going to get to slap you tonight. Yay. (laughs) You're going to lob things up for me to attack, huh? (laughs) The first thing uh, on this list are selfish ambitions. Mm. I would imagine that any time... Selfishness shows up, you should probably freak out. Yes. Um, as this article says, you should be absolutely horrified mm. uh, when you become aware of it. The thing is, we don't, we, a lot of times we, we're not aware of it. Oh, yeah, for I sure. Mean, I mean, that's, that's well, part well, of human. That's the thing about self-absorption mm-hmm. is that you don't know you're absorbed with yes, yourself. Yes, Cannot um, see the trees for the bark. Yeah, uh, it, it, it usually takes the outside... Uh, someone from the outside to say, "Hey, uh, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, and 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 you have to be uh, willing to accept that loving check enough to step back and go, uh, "You know what? You may be right." That's that's why it's so important to have people in your life that are willing to do that for you, and that you are willing for them to do that in love. Absolutely. Only in love. Absolutely. If you're just going to go around attacking someone, that's not helpful. And it's also a sin. Yes, it is. So shut up unless you're loving people. And it is, quite frankly, probably an example of your own self-ambition. Ooh, man, that's good. Gotta love it. I just said. Um, So (laughs) the article says. (laughs) Back to the article. Down the rabbit hole we go, (laughs) Alice. we go. Does this mean that we should not celebrate successes in our life? No, absolutely not. Make fun of the noises when I drink and you can go over there and do that. I I had an overly amount. Never mind. So some successes in our life, Mm -hmm. career, family, those kind of things, they are fairly earned. Sure. People work hard. Yeah. um, In order to have some degree of success in their career or to... I don't believe there's any real harm in, you know, a, a pat on the back and attaboy. You know? Right, right. Hey, encouragement, you know, keep going. Right. But when, as an individual, we take those successes and we center them on ourselves, mm-hmm. we turn them inward like, oh, I did a really good job. Mm-hmm. That crosses over into a different kind of line. Um, I was thinking because I saw a word in it. What was the did, word? D- did Jesus have a personal agenda? <laughs> Is this the thing that... Wait, did the thing that you sent me come from this article? Yeah. Or did you just now put that, the two together? I just sort of I had a little... I don't know. It might have been an aneurysm. I'm not sure. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. There was a little spark jumped across the gap. <laughs> In my brain. A synapse finally fired. <laughs> uh, we got a live one, folks. Um, for right. now. All right. So you're saying, did, did Jesus have 
a personal agenda. Or an ego to hurt? That's a whole other another, another topic there. Did Jesus have an ego? Is it? Well, maybe not. Maybe it fits here. Well, I don't know. I mean, did Jesus have a personal agenda? Yes, he did. What was that personal agenda? To obey his Father right. and fulfill his and will. Nothing about himself. No. Can you imagine going through Jesus' ministry, and I hope that you've taken the time at some point. If not, I would encourage you to, to read the Gospels. Yep. In whatever order you choose. That does not matter. You can start in John if you want. Um, or you could start in the book of Nahum. Ne- that's Old Testament. I don't care. It's my favorite. Why? Because it's Nahum? No, because it has my one of my favorite Bible verses. Okay, we're going to go here for a second. Excuse us. What's Nahum that? Chapter 1, verse 7. Which is, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trusteth in him. Oh, I like that. But with an overrunning flood, he will make an utter end of his enemies. Etc. 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 I like that. He even quoted little King Jimmy on that one too. That was he got all King James. I always gave, speak to God in King James. King that way, he understands me. Well, you know, that was, that was what he wanted the Bible written in in the first place. And Number two. Finally, James got it right. Um, if we have successes in our life, mm-hmm. let's just put a little button on this one for the moment. If if we have successes in our life, what does that mean about us? It means that God allowed you to have a success. Yes. And the glory for that success needs to go to God, not for building me up. For sure. All you did was show up. Right. <laughs> Same thing, by the way, with failures. Oh, yes. Go ahead, Chris. Random thing. Um, just just throwing this out there. Pride and arrogance. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lowliness. Depression. Humility. Depression. Not humility. Um, Subjection, submission. Opposite ends of the same spectrum. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm super awesome. I suck. Yeah. Same disease Mm -hmm. shows itself on two different ends of the same spectrum. How is it the same disease? It's assigning too much value where that value does not belong. Right. That's not to say that you are not valuable. I've had people say that when I said that before, they go, are you saying that I'm not valuable? No, you have absolutely all of the value that God says that you have. Yes. And you, so okay, so on the low end of that spectrum, you deciding your value, you determining your value and saying, well, I suck. I'm a terrible person. I blah, 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 blah. I'm not worth anything. I'm horrible. All of that is you determining your own value. Right. And, and... In the core of it too is I deserve better. Mm-hmm. There is there there is that thought in there. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of that spectrum is arrogance, haughtiness, pridefulness. Saying mm-hmm. they're both pride. By the way, they're both pride. Oh, absolutely. They just come out in two different ways. The other yeah. side of that spectrum, I'm awesome. I'm the whip dizzle. I'm better than everyone else. Look how amazing I am. Yes. Also. Same disease. You are, again, determining your value. One should not think more highly of themselves than they ought, right? Um, It's the same disease. comes out two different ways. Absolutely. Allow God to define your value and your worth, not you. End rant. No, that's thus endeth the rant. Oh, yeah, well, all right. You have to say it in a very Catholic way. 
Bing, bing. Um, (laughs) If your focus is yourself, Mm. then you are going to focus on the things and not the giver of the things. Blessing and blesser. We've been through this. Refer to the previous. Well, not previous. Have we done an episode on it? I think we have. Eh, I believe we have. I saw it in my notes from somewhere back. Well, I know. Okay. Anyway. Item number two. Sure. Jesus did not die so that we could live comfortable and convenient lives. Had to. I agree. Is it comfortable to examine your own heart? No. Is it comfortable to know what a uh, in uh, what a wretched sinner you are? No. Is it comfortable to come to the understanding that you need a savior or you will be spending your life separated completely from God and perhaps in extreme torment? No. Go ahead. Is it comforting to know that in spite of all of those things, God loves you anyway? Absolutely. And he can use you. Right. Therein lies your comfort. When you are suffering. Sure. Does anybody suffer? I suffer. I suffer. My throat is suffering right now. You poor baby. (laughs) Or any kind of hardship. Mm -hmm. It's our, and the way they say this is beautiful, our perfect Christian lives. Right. We automatically think that that can't be from God. Yeah. Oh, the devil's after me. Oh. Oh, oh, I'm having such a spiritual battle. Mm. Sunday night testimonies, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the Lord. Oh, the devil's just been been hounding on me all week, and I, I stubbed my toe when I got out of bed this morning, and... And, oh, I just had to pray my way through it. And the devil's just been attacked. Shut up. You are a child of the king. Why you focus so much? Why? You pay too many mind. (laughs) You pay no mind. (laughs) Which reminds me, there was a a sort of a John Panette reference in Sunday's sermon. Thank you, Mr. Green. Was there? There was. Yeah. Yeah, you. I, I look. Okay. The, the Chinese buffet yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you can eat. Not mean forever. Go home. <laughs> You've been here for hours. Go home. <laughs> Free wee wee. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, get on YouTube. Google John Panette. I'm still hungry. Yes. Yeah, and and he he was just hilarious. I'm sorry that he is no longer with us. He was one of the greatest stand-up comedians to ever live. Yep. Um, so, it, is it possible that God's using whatever you think is a hardship to grow you spiritually or to even just show you your heart, test you just a wee? It's called a pop quiz, and it might hurt. I, I would say it's more than possible. It's highly probable. Yeah. Um, does Is there anything in the Bible that promises persecution? <clears throat> Christians? Yes. Yes. So why do you think that persecution must be from Satan and we are not to be subjected to that sort of thing? I, I have no idea. There are Christians who believe that. I, I know. And it's, I don't, the whole, uh, the whole happy plastic people thing. Yeah. Um, if you don't know where that reference comes from, there's a song that came out several years ago by a band called Casting Crowns. And it says, uh, it talks about happy plastic people under shiny plastic steeples. Oh, that's great. With, uh, I don't know, walls that hide their 
something and smiles that hide their pain. Anyway, it, it talks about church people being fake and wearing masks and suits mm-hmm. and ties and costumes in mm-hmm. church so that mm-hmm. everything's happy and nice and perfect, like Lego World when you're in church. Yes. And then you get out of church and it, it all goes away. All, right? all the pieces fit together and then you get home and step on them. Right. Um, and so this whole concept that if you're a Christian, everything's going to be great, right? The gravy train and everything's going to be yeah. easy. And, and if it's not, then you're not close enough to God. Right. right, or you, or there's something wrong with your relationship with God. There is sin in the camp. Well, well, in that case, then Jesus and all of his disciples sucked with their relationship with God. Right, because every yeah. one of them were beheaded, and Jesus died on the cross. Yeah, yeah, and, this, and yeah, it was just. Uh, uh, well, maybe not every one of them. No, they, 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 they weren't that. all behearted. 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 I've been behearted. <laughs> Oh, are we going to do the rest of the, the rest of the episode in accents there, are we? <laughs> hey, laddie, I'll have to get out my eye patch. Oh, well, then I'll just go to the Ireland there if you're going to roll to Scotland there. Um, I, Minnesota Irish? I, I don't was know. Say, <laughs> Minnesota goes to Irish so fast. <laughs> have you ever considered the possibility that the, the thing that you are saying you are suffering under, mm-hmm. your hardship, is a lesson that God needed to teach you and you could learn it in no other way. Right. So, like, I know that my sons, in particular, one of them, the youngest, mm-hmm. um, only learns, only gets the point through certain avenues of delivery. Uh, and I'm sh- quite sure that God knows that about each and one of us, how we need to know. Oh, absolutely. How we need to receive it. Absolutely. And some of us just need a bigger two-by-four. <laughs> yeah. Because we've ignored the the quiet whisper or the, the gentle warning or yeah. the tap with a ruler. So, and then, then we say it's out of nowhere. It just hit me out of nowhere. No, probably not. All righty, item number three. Number three. To make the American dream happen for us. We, we, we in America are so blessed. Are so, um, our life is so amazingly easy. Do, do you have to carry water a half a mile to your abode? Do you have to carry water 30 feet? No. Do you have to go more than five feet to get clean water? No. The luxuries that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. That we expect. And, and it comes to a place of expectation. That's where the government is. It, oh, I'm going to go there. That's The government is in a place where it's It is teaching people to expect a certain level of ease in their life. In other words, the American dream. Mm -hmm. If people are not willing to work and make it happen for themselves, whatever that concept is, make it happen for themselves, then the government is going to, you know, be the big brother and step in and provide it for them. But that's not the American dream. The American dream is that the, the, the opportunity is there. Yes. For you 
to accomplish whatever you're willing to work for. I have said it before. It's equality in opportunity, not in outcome. Mm, So good. If you want the American dream, if you are trying to experience the American dream, where is your focus? Mm. Are you living this existence for the experience of having comfort? Are you living in this life for the experience of what it is outside of what God is trying to do? It's so easy to forget that we are so blessed. Oh, for I sure. mean, there are different levels of financial hardship. Some people say, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make the bills this month. Or, oh, I'm going to have to dip into savings. Or, have you ever been to a place where, hey, no way, I'm paying no bills. I got to move out. I got to go. Yes. I mean, I have. <laughs> All those things. <laughs> and it's, I, I don't, we forget that whatever is going on is God's provision. Mm-hmm. And it could be that in the difficult circumstances, as we mentioned before, God's trying to teach us something. But if our focus is on how materially comfortable our life is, and if we focus on that thinking that God is blessing us because we've done something right, how do you deal in your head with someone who is in, I don't want to say deepest, darkest Africa, because that's too easy. Um, but someone who is right now in Haiti, mm-hmm. where everything is in upheaval, government. Mm-hmm. Um, there are troops all over the place, people looking to kill for any reason, which is the history of Haiti anyway. As I say, that's not really outside of the norm. Yeah, and and... Could you see God's blessing? Could you see God's provision if you were living in Haiti? We forget. You know, I complain because I only get base cable channels. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I have. Yeah. Um, and, and it's one of those things where we, as people in America, we complain that... Well, the store was out of my brand of whatever. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and uh, I can't believe that the waitress treated me X, yeah. Y, Z way. Yeah. How dare they? And it's like, all, you, all it is is a 16-hour plane ride to another country mm-hmm. where there are no restaurants. <laughs> yes. There is no soda. If you want water, you got to go the two miles to the well and, and you, drop your own bucket and hope someone doesn't kill you for it. And and you better hope that what was upstream from that well is not already filtered in. Uh-huh. Um, I just, it's, it's amazing what we take for granted. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's been a... I do happen to know that there is a pretty sweet church with a nice church fan in Haiti. Yes, I do. I, I'm aware of that. Yes. <laughs> I wonder how they're doing. I haven't, I, I haven't heard a daggone thing. Me either. Not a, not a thing. There is a verse that I that just popped into my head a few moments ago. Um, Seek ye first the kingdom of God 
Mm -hmm. And all these things will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. um, we will not sing the round because that would be scary. Row your boat? Sort of. Um, <laughs> as you do these things, as you seek God, mm -hmm. as you are seeking for his favor, not your riches, um, those things will attract themselves to you in God's timing. Mm, yeah, in God's timing, and not in, your timing. And in God's will. Mm. The whole thing about complaining is simply that we're trying, we're, we're putting our desires ahead of God's timing. Sure, it, it rolls back to the selfishness thing, mm -hmm. right? It rolls mm -hmm. back to, you know, mm -hmm. shut up. Yeah. Sit down when you pee. I do. Yeah. Most always. Safety first. Safety first. Um, <laughs> Um, do you want to you want to check comments and see if there's uh, anything well, in the comments? Well, I, I did, I did but I, I am I lagging I some leg. so badly. That's okay. Oh, I just showed some leg. I did. Oh, okay, don't do that. Hey, you're hey. Oh, Jen says you're sounding better, Chris. Sound effects are coming through. Yep, good. We're so blessed we've become spoiled brats. That was Kyle Cordell. Oh, way to go, Kyle. There you go. Oh, and we are. We we just absolutely are spoiled brats uh, with expectations. Uh huh. Thank you. Item number three. Fake cosmetic Christianity. Mm, happy plastic people. Yep, betcha. Shiny happy people. Jesus is normally portrayed and remembered as being calm, soothing, and wise. Yes, yeah, he put his fingertips together and he knew that, that God was working all things behind the scenes for your benefit yes Let, let's all take a moment and and just 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 think upon the goodness of god i swear this thing ever gets to texas <laughs> they're gonna lynch us in some places hey i'm just saying i'll have the dude on as a guest i ain't scared i know i would too i would love that joel baby Let's get J -O, real. J.O. Baby. Let's get real, J.O. Come J -O, on, baby. baby. That's a reference to another podcast called Church Stores. You should go check it out. It's pretty cool. But there was one incident in Jesus' life that caused him to exhibit uh, uh, an exceptional amount of anger. I would, I would posit that there was probably... Probably more than <laughs> I'm not going through puberty again. Um, I would say there's probably more than one. Yes, but there is one in particular that people always look point at. Out. They always point out, yes. and that is Jesus literally flipping tables. Yeah, it, it, my favorite part of that whole story, mm -hmm. as as a man who I, I like to make things, mm -hmm. I like to, to fabricate things, mm -hmm. the dude took the time to hand make a whip yes and then use it to beat people it, with. it could it could be that he was considering his response going don't let me sin don't let me sin don't let me sin don't let me sin <laughs> no one dies today except me and a few <laughs> i'm just saying think about the you know everybody thinks it was a knee jerk yeah well i've heard people Right. As, a, yeah. as a knee jerk, right. he got pissed off and started flipping paper, uh, tables and, and letting things loose and, and yes. opening up the cannons. I think it was more premeditated than that. Oh, I, I agree. How much time does it take to sit down and make a whip? 
more than a moment or two. Right. I'd say it was probably a little more premeditated than people want to give it credit for. Yes. He was probably he, he, looking at the end of the wick going, boy, I wish I had a nail I could tie into this thing. Forgive me if this offends people, but dude was pissed. Yeah. And he was ready to fight. Yeah. What was it that angered him in that case? The defilement of the house of God. Mm-hmm. And it, go ahead. Well, the, the thing that he had said was, you have made it a den of thieves. Yes. You're taking people's money, money. deceitfully in the house of God. Charging them interest on their sacrifices. Right. And we're not talking about providing a public service. No, no, no. We're, because because I've, I've had this ahead. discussion where people say, well, there were people who were so poor, they didn't have animals for sacrifices. That's true. They had no other choice but to get their animals from other people so that they could go make their sacrifices. Correct. Right? That's not what we're talking about here. If they had set up outside of the, city, outside of the temple mm-hmm. in, the, in, in, in the city mm-hmm. and set up a stall and said, hey, we're providing a service. If you don't have anything to sacrifice, you can get it from us. Right. We're here to help you be able to worship God in the way that we do it, right? Right. We are a 501c3. 10% of all profits go to the never. <laughs> it, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about providing the church, providing a service to mm-hmm. help people connect with God. Mm-hmm. That's not what they were doing. No. They were What they were doing is more closely related to what happens in the United States of America today. Flip on... I'm not going to name specific things, but flip on radio stations, TV networks, Mm -hmm. and watch. Mm -hmm. When you have people saying, send X amount of money to me and I'll send you a blessed hanky Mm -hmm. with holy water from Israel or special anointing oil that somebody Mm -hmm. prayed over and made it special, right? Mm-hmm. It's deception. It's deception to get people's money. Absolutely. And and it happens online. It happens on TV. It happens on the radio. Yeah. And it happens in churches every single day. It, yes, it does. Not only deception like that, give me X amount. They call it a donation. But really what it is is I'm conning you out of your money to give you something phony. Yes. Right? The little old lady who can't get out of her house and the only relationship she has with God is what's on TV mm-hmm. buys into that because you've... You've created a false relationship with her. Mm-hmm. That's deception in the name of Jesus. I believe that there will be some dealing with that sort of thing come the end times. Better than you have a rock tied around your neck and yeah. throw it off the Hoover Dam yeah. than yep. to lead some of these people astray, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so that is directly linked to the prostitution of the gospel within the church. Right. Right. The whoring out of uh, blessing. Whoring out out of false blessing. Right, 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 right. Uh, And and it's, it's a, it's disgusting and it's so hurtful and it's why so many people don't want to go to church. Right. 
If you live this way, you will be blessed. If you do this thing, you will be blessed. If you, no, 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 no. God's not a vending machine. There's not a specific button exactly. or number code that you can put in to get what you want out of the vending right. machine. That's not how it works. Right. So you don't put in the right number of coins and start pressing buttons. Right. Which one? The heart of this. Let's, <laughs> sorry. Let's, let's, oh, you bet. No, no, sorry. No, you're good. Don't be. Because it, it points it points it out in a very at a very high level. Leadership in churches, attitudes. But even more importantly, it's the religious hypocrisy that lives in people. Mm -hmm. We are all hypocrites. Agree or disagree? I agree 100%. Yes. Yes. We all nasty. Yeah. Yep. These people, these, this is a great phrase, religious dignitaries of the day. Religious dignitaries. People who are looked up to, people who are held in some esteem for their religiosity. Okay. Um were just so hypocritical because they valued their position and they valued what it could get for them. Yeah. That's what angered Jesus. Jesus, there needs to be a degree of consistency. Are you okay? You going to pass out? I'm real hot. I can tell. We're on video. I know. I could see the shirt coming off at any moment. I'm so hot. Nobody wants to see that. Nope. Everything would shut off real fast. There might be a few screenshots from people like Greg who would be like, oh, I'm using this as blackmail. This and will then, show, show up on the big screen on Sunday. This is your worship leader. Yeah. Oh, who's the grizzly bear over there next to the pineapple with sunglasses? It wouldn't be so hot if you took your sweater off. Oh. Permanently attached. I cannot. When we are, the, the, the root of hypocrisy is, is claiming a relationship with Jesus and then taking off that claim or covering up that claim to get what we want, to do what we want. Um, now, does that mean that those people need to be hated and vilified and, and, and shunned? No. Why not? No, no, and no. Why not? Um, well... Because Jesus said, love one another, mm-hmm. uh, forgive one another, mm-hmm. grace to one another. Always in love. Always in love. There's nothing wrong with correction. No. There's nothing wrong with calling someone to the carpet. There's nothing wrong with drawing a line as long as all of that is done in love. There we go. With the goal of restoration. Yes. Look at the hypocrisy in your own life. Go ahead and face it. I mean, it's uncomfortable. If you're not willing to pull that giant two by four, four by four, six by six barn pole out of your eyeball, then don't you dare go pointing at the toothpick in your buddy's eye. Right. Right. Or if you get upset when somebody points out the, you know, the the, the raw bark beam in your eyeball. That's the HIV version, by the way. Hillbilly International. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say that because some people hear HIV and think <laughs> of something else. <laughs> All right. Okay. Christianity isn't, isn't Christianity isn't something. Our relationship with God is not something we can just put on and take off. Put on and take off. No, it's not a habit. No. So, Sister Mary Frances, you just went there. I, I like did. that. <laughs> okay. Next. What is next? For Christ, Christ, Jesus did not die. Jesus did not die for Christian overact, 
productivity and busyness. Wait, oh, what? I knew your face screw up on this one. That's why I wanted to, I wanted to get here. What? Jesus did what is, not die for what? Christian. Oh, that, I'm, I'm going through <laughs> what was listed on in this list from another source. I, I'm aware this isn't your content. I'm just saying. I just want to be very clear because yeah, I was waiting for this. We're reading an article here. I just, I just want to make sure I heard it right so okay. that I can understand what it's saying. Jesus did not die for Christian overactivity and busyness. Now, the way it is talked about in the meat of this paragraph is interesting, but what struck you in that, Mr. Workman? Christian overactivity yeah. and busyness. Yeah. Um, I guess off the cuff, to me, that implies... That one should not be overly active. I, I don't understand. It, because to, if it's kind of like at work. If you're just being busy for the sake of being busy and you're not being productive, you're not producing any fruit out of it, in, then then it's useless. Why are you doing that? Jesus didn't die so that you could just do busy work right. and be like, look at me, I'm running my Christian race, right? You're just yes. running in circles yeah. and you're moving the same box from one place to another yeah. just so you can look busy when the boss walks by. Exactly. That's not how that lamp burns. No. And my first thought here was, oh my goodness gracious, they're going to talk about balance. <laughs> I do not want to read, I don't want to read any more of this, but I went ahead, I forged Did it. Did I get it? Did I get it right? No. No. Oh, dang it. Christian Life Today. Let me just read this so it's Yeah, go ahead and read clear. it so, so we can have the context. Christ, Christian Life Today is full of programs, conferences, and the next great book to read. There are more Christian things to do than you can shake a stick at, and the number increases each day. These are all wonderful ways to grow your faith and increase your participation in Christian fellowship. They are not, however, the point of Jesus' death on the cross. Come on, the preach. Jesus died so that we could have more of an influx of Christian activity. He died so that we could invest in deepening our intimacy with God. Don't let your Christian walk be so bogged down with, quotes, things to do that you forget to just be with God. Him. Oh my goodness. Your relationship with Christ is more about quality than quantity. Running from conference to conference and never pausing to hear God speak will not help your soul. I am so glad I just read that. Buddy Christ. That is fantastic. Isn't that amazing? I just, I, it could not be said better, particularly when I thought that it was going to go south. Me too. I, it was kind of like that other article we were reading a couple episodes ago. Mm -hmm. um, just from the outset, it seemed like it was going to be from a, a really weird viewpoint, yeah. and it was not. It is somewhat easy to um, get caught up in the things that you do. Your responsibilities of the church. Oh yeah, and it becomes a, as was said, Sunday. It, sometimes it becomes hope time to make the donuts. Yep. Do you look forward to the things that you do within the body of Christ? <laughs> yes, but I usually am looking forward to it in a manner of I'm running behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking forward because I'm trying to catch up. It's way out there yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm usually uh, trying not to step where I don't need to step. Mm-hmm. That's where I get hung up. Is not. It's not in the in the busyness of it. It's in the trying not to uh, break it. Uh, yeah, you are that guy. Yeah, I am that guy. Yeah, you are that guy. That's where my hang up is. Is yeah. trying not to break it. Huh. 
You know, if you break it, God could still fix it. I'm aware, but I'd rather not do that if I can avoid it. Mm -hmm. So how much do you avoid? Mm, Well, that's a whole other I just asked that question. (laughs) That's a whole other Because I do it too. I know. I know. I got you. I don't think we need to say much more than that. Um, if, if, is that all the things? Is that, is that no? The there's one more. Oh, okay. I, I really, I think that covers on that, that particular topic. Yeah, it no, is. That's just nails. I, I think I so. can't. I can't. It's ex- money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the last one. Here we go. Jesus did not die, so that we wouldn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> So why did Jesus die? Okay, so Jesus, obviously, Jesus died for the remission of your sins, right? Jesus' blood covers the uh, spiritual consequence of your sin, the separation from God that comes from your sin. He serves as a bridge, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Does not delete the physical consequences of your sin. Not at all. You have sex unprotected and get pregnant, you're still going to have a baby. That's right. If God wants you to, right? right. Um, if you immediately turn around and repent from that action, that doesn't mean you're not going to. You're still, still knocked <laughs> up, baby. You're still knocked up. Um, if if you go get hammered, drunk, mm-hmm. and go fight people, or go pick up some random person and do bad things with them, or go gallivanting around the town and find yourself arrested. You can repent right then and there, but you're probably still going to jail. How many times did you ever say, oh, I'm never going to do that again? Oh, my. More than once. Oh, yeah. More than once. Yeah, more than once. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, the, the whole Jesus died, so I don't have to think, right? I mm-hmm. always say Jesus died to show you how. Yes. Mike always says, Pastor Mike always says that Jesus died so that when you do it, it means something. And, yep. And, and I think all of those things are true. And, and because at that point, things like grace come into play. Yeah. And mercy and forgiveness. There is an opportunity to be, to be released from the bondage of our own failures. Yeah. Which are going to happen. Oh, yeah. Those failures are learning opportunities. I mean, even, you know, Dale Carnegie and the all the... Um, uh, the the Dale Carnegie Dale Carnegie and the career career advice you know how to be successful in your career how to win Flint Flins win Flins win friends uh, win win friends and influence people um, the sales conference kinds of things um, they talk about not being defined by your failures the failure is simply something you know not to do again yeah uh, you have failed move on. You know, put that one in the book and then do it a different way. Um, I have lost my signal down here, by the way. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's just finish this up. Yeah, we'll finish this on, on the on the normal method. Yeah. Um, I, I, do these things make sense? I think so. I mean, there is an, there, it allows us an opportunity, like I said, to be, to be free. Free from the bondage of our failures. Free yeah. from the bondage of... Having to be a certain kind of person um, and requiring that of other people, yeah. which is the other part. Because once you think that you have to be a certain way in order to be a good Christian, the next thing that happens is 
you're requiring that of other people. Yeah, you got to be real careful it with that. Gets in the way of your relationship with God and the body of Christ because mm-hmm. you just can't stand those people. For sure. So that's I, this was an interesting little article that I grabbed and just thought, oh, let's talk about this. Yeah. And I was kind of spitballing to, to to you to Chris last night, just just throwing stuff out there. Yeah. Um, so this is one that I like. I, I've it, it's been a good eye opener. Uh, something to kind of go, oh yeah, yeah, I got to remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it appears that we may have lost our Facebook live feed. I believe so. Uh, so I apologize. If you if you go back and listen to this later on, and you were watching and you lost it, my bad. Yeah. I might try to get it back so we can answer some questions. Yeah. One one of the things that we are looking forward to is a hardwired, uh, hardwired connection, connection. To, to the interwebs. Yes, that would be fantastic. Um, okay, well, take us home. I think that that concludes this evening's events, discussions, and opportunities, but it does not conclude our responsibility to the body of Christ and to those that are around us. See what God is doing, join him, and go find someone to bless in that, if you would please. Love you, bye.